In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, brides? Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and today we have on Trisha Wilcox and Betty Bynack. Um, They are the corporate and event sales manager and the senior wedding consultant for Flowers for Dreams. Um, They have locations all over in Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Minnesota, Indiana, and Iowa. So basically, like, they got the Midwest pretty much covered. Um, and what started out as like a deliver a daily delivery flower service, Flower Dreams is now a wedding and event floral business that gives over 25% of their profits to 150 amazing organizations. So I'm so excited to have you guys here. I've been a huge fan of yours for a really long time. Us too, actually. <laughs> amazing. Definitely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I've been Cause I live in Michigan and you guys, that's where you are based. Um, so I've been following your account on like all of my social media, like all of my Instagram accounts for a really long time. So I'm really excited to have you guys here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. I actually, my wedding is in two weeks. So I've actually started (laughs) listening to bitches brides. Um, it's been great. It's been like a huge help. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, congratulations. Where are you getting married? Up in Northern Michigan in a little place in East Jordan called the Boathouse. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. It's right on the lake. It's really cool. Okay. I love that you're a Michigan girly and you say up North because like that really blows people's minds (laughs) when I tell them that I'm going up North. Like, I don't know what that means. I'm like, it's pretty clear. Like I'm going up into the (laughs) North. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So what makes Flowers for Dreams different from like other floral delivery and arrangement businesses? Yeah. So we actually started back in 2010 in Chicago and our founders started out selling bouquets outside of graduation ceremonies to raise money to donate backpacks. And they realized that there was kind of this like space for this in this industry. And it was something really cool and unique for the flower industry. So, um, yeah, that since then we've grown into four locations, physical locations, we ship her all around the Midwest. Um, but the Detroit location opened in 2020. And what's cool is that flowers that you normally would have been ordering anyway for a wedding, any sort of events, any sort of dailies that are just going out for someone's birthday, Um, you are going to order those anyway. And if you order through us, you're actually making a really big impact within the community. And so Flowers for Dreams Foundation has donated over a million dollars to charities just based off of that sale alone. Yeah. It's incredible. Like when you go on their website, it 
shows you like how much money has been donated and it's so amazing. And what I love is that you donate to local charities too, like within the city. And I love that you have like the three different categories of charities. So you have like the mental health, you have food insecurity, which is a really big issue that I'm actually like, I'm very passionate about. And then of course, like youth opportunities. So I think that that's it's just amazing. It's really amazing yeah. what you guys are doing. We actually hit 1 million in donations um, this spring. So it's very exciting. It's a huge milestone. Um, and yeah, actually, our, you know, it changes quarterly. So we, the staff is actually really involved in our charity choices, which is amazing. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're not just like a company who's just like, oh, we do like good things. You know, we donate. It's like we actually go out today. Our team is volunteering at a farm, keep growing Detroit. Amazing. It's so cool. It's so cool. That's so cool. I know. I love seeing all of like the urban farms that are popping up in Detroit and like the community gardens and stuff too. Like I think that that's really incredible. And I lived in New Center and it was really nice because I think that there was one nearby and um, they would have like a local stand that had like it was free fruits and vegetables for anybody in the neighborhood so it was like anybody walking by and i'm like that's so incredible um you know if there's any listeners who live in detroit like you know that it's a big food desert situation over there so it's really amazing that you guys chose that as your charity i saw that and i was like my eyes like lit up i was so excited um yeah so what are some misconceptions people have about the floral industry oh my god First of all, that it's like... (laughs) I'm sure it's a loaded question. Oh my God, there's so many. First, like that it's like a relaxing thing. I can't even tell you how many people are like, oh, when I'm retired, like this is my dream job. This is my... And we're like, no, we're out here hustling, man. Like it is... You guys are fighting for your lives. Yes, we are scrapping out here every day. Yeah, so... um, But that... Number one misconception. I mean, you're constantly hauling and lifting and on ladders. And so there's a lot that goes into it. Um, That's the main misconception, I would say. Yeah, that it's like relaxing and you're with flowers and it's peaceful and you're like making bouquets. It's like, no, like we're literally in the garden doing the work. It's brutal. Yes. I would say also also, um, that idea of like, sustainability i think a lot of people think flowers or florists like can't be conscious like eco-conscious um and that's something i can say that like we proudly really take seriously um throughout our company so in each location i mean here in detroit we're like we're composting we use reusable materials we you know we don't use floral foam when we can get away with it so um we're even reusing like our chicken wire that we use to create structures um amazing whatever we can do to reduce waste Um, we do it. So it's cool. Yeah. I love that because I think that that, especially now you see that coming up more and more in the wedding industry is people talking about sustainability and like, I'm sure that that really comes up a lot when you're dealing with florists and all of that. So I think it's really most recently, we actually just set up for a sustainability summit this morning and we have another part of the event tonight. And the whole thing was that every part of it, we were trying to get from the Michigan flower co-op so it's all local farmers, locally grown. Oh, good. No oasises being used. Everything was in sustainable bases, things like that. So it's a that. really hot topic for weddings right now, especially. It really is. And I love to see that. Like, I think people kind of came out of the pandemic. You know, there wasn't a lot of weddings in like 2020, I'm sure. I mean, 
I don't think there was. It was backyard, you know? It was backyard, backyard vibes. Okay. Um, which is cute, like all about that. But there was not like the big ceremonies and things like that going on. Um, and I think people coming out of that really are now like, that's like a big focus for them is like to be sustainable. So any tips for brides to be sustainable when it comes to like their floral arrangements or decorations? Like what should they be using if that's what they're going for? If they can buy from previous brides, I think that's a good idea. I think anything that's going to be um, reusable or resellable um, is mm-hmm. great. I think ask your florist a lot of questions. Um, you know, you can ask about what what steps they take in their process. Um, you know, even keeping like their chemicals from the drain or whatever it might be, whatever you're mm-hmm. most concerned about. Um, especially like floral foam, I would say is a huge one. Um, yes. Yeah, definitely ask if they're like reusing, recycling, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think another really big part of it is trusting your flower designer. Um, if sustainability is something that's really important to you, um, give them your color scheme and your vibe and then let them do their thing because we're able to go out, like the Michigan Flower Co-op van comes to us and we walk into it and we're like, we want this, this, and this. So if you're willing to, if sustainability is really important to you and you're willing to put your full trust in your flower designer, I absolutely Mm -hmm. recommend that. Yeah. I mean, I say this all the time, but I'm a Scorpio. So like I naturally have trust issues. So (laughs) I don't know like how that would work for me, but (laughs) I would try my best. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What are the key questions brides or couples should ask like their florist or their floral designer, like when they're looking? I go down like a huge list of things, you know, you always have to like guide. 
I would say. So like when you come and meet a couple, like you have a list of things that you ask them. Absolutely. I have like, it's divided. Yeah. It's divided between, you know, ceremony, reception, cocktail hour. It goes down the whole list. Um, All the extra little things, you know, I have to make sure I hit all of the categories. Right. Um, There's plenty of little extras, bar decorations, you know. Yeah. There's like those little things that you don't really think about. Exactly. You know, there's like the bar decorations. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of things. And it's really like people always say that they're like, it's the little stuff that you Mm -hmm. like, that you never think about. And then all of a sudden it adds up and you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I would, you know, a lot of florists. So if you're worried about, if you're really like a budget conscious bride, um, I would say always start there when you're looking for a florist. Some people have minimums. Flower Streams actually doesn't, which is really cool. So we'll like work with you um, to hit wherever you're trying to meet um, in That's your budget. Great. But yeah, so there are some that start at like, you know, 15,000, 25,000, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so I think having like a clear concrete, it really helps us to, as your designer, kind of figure out what we can use to mold like your specific vision. Yeah. That's like so helpful. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like the fact that like a florist or a floral designer would like come with questions like for the bride or the couple is <laughs> yes. like really amazing because it yes. probably helps, especially because I think like people always have ideas maybe of what they want, but they don't know how to like articulate that. And they're like, I don't know how to like let them know like really what it is. So if you're asking questions, I feel like it helps guide them and it helps like build yes. their dreams. The flowers for dreams. The flowers for the dream, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't have, you know, they come to me and they're like, oh, I don't know anything about florals. Like, I don't know anything about flowers. I've never, you know, this is my first time. I don't even really care. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm here for. You know, like bring any weird little photo you have. I want to see it. Um, you know, I can say something, but the bride might be thinking of something completely different. So totally. I'm always like mood boards, inspiration boards, color palette. Show me like your mm-hmm. bridesmaid dress colors. Show me like, is your dress white or off-white is there like hints of champagne or you know so really specific weird things like that I'm always asking you know what's the groom wearing what color is his suit you know so that's like so important I was just about to ask you like and this is like a perfect little segue is when in the wedding process like planning process do you should you look for a florist because I was reading and they're like you don't want to get one too soon in the planning but I'm not sure so I'm really curious what you guys think when in that year like how many months before the wedding, do you think you should be like talking to a florist? Months. I would say months. (laughs) The earlier, the better. Um, I could understand because like I did have, and this was a couple weird years, obviously with COVID and stuff like that. Totally. Where, you know, prices skyrocketed. We had supply chain issues, um, tons of roadblocks. Um, But I would say definitely more than two months out. Please, God, give us a little bit more than two months. (laughs) Um, I love, you know, six months to a year out. I think that's a great time to start. Even if we're just starting initial discussion, super preliminary stuff, um, it can be really helpful just making sure you get everything you're looking for. Before we actually finalize everything, I try to do like 21 days out Mm -hmm. um, until you can make like, so you can't make any more changes after that. Um, Just because that way we know what we're getting. Everything's set in stone. We can put in the flower order. You know, there's going to be no questions about it. So. I love that. And then do you 
like when you meet a couple or a bride or some, you know, the person getting married, do you kind of, when you meet them, have an idea? Like, like, do you make like an assumption where you're like, I I know that she's going to want like white roses and like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, is, have you noticed that there's like a, a flower for like a personality? Yes. That makes sense. 100%. Okay. Okay. Cause I feel like I would be that person. I would be like, I'd be like, hmm, they're a gardenia bride. <laughs> What's actually really cool about um, us is we have like an inquiry form on our website, which I think, especially for people who are like so confused and don't know where to start, um, you know, it gives you even basic pricing for stuff. It gives you a selection of styles and colors you can choose from. Um, I think that's really amazing. I personally haven't seen that before. And I think just like coming to a company and having that initial, idea. Um, so that really helps me when I go into that consultation mm-hmm. and I have that like little bit of info. Um, I get really lucky though. I get kind of like the strange brides, like the alternative ones. I'm doing like a giant hoppa with like <gasps> sticks and like foliage leaves and like, you know, black drapery. That. It's going to be cool. So black yeah. drapery. Yes. And like Edison bulbs in the back. It's going to be like really dark and spooky and smoky. Is it going to be Halloween? No, it's not Halloween, actually. They just love that stuff. That's just like... (laughs) That's just who they are. They're a little spooky ooky. Yes, yeah. She makes like zombie pinup art or something. Okay, I'm obsessed with with her. Yeah, they're really cool. I'm going to need photos of this I'll send you photos. I absolutely will. I'm very into this like black drapery sticks Mm -hmm. with a huppah. Like... Yeah. Wow. I know. Such a traditional structure, but then they're doing this like very personal style, which I think is... That's really, really cool. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's actually one of the really cool thing about the Detroit location specifically is Detroit itself is such an artistic, creative city (laughs) that we're getting like the wildest requests. And it's just both in events and with weddings. And it's so much fun. So much fun. That's a thing. And like, you know, there's going to be a lot of Detroit propaganda on this podcast. I'm so sorry. Actually, like Midwest <laughs> propaganda on this podcast now that I'm rec- doing the, doing it. Detroit is like a very interesting place. And I always tell people that like it's a city, but it's like I coming up Detroit. again. Like, like, yeah, it's I amazing. I could talk for hours about how unique of a city Detroit is. Yeah. I haven't really been anywhere that's quite like it. Yeah, it's special for (laughs) sure. Okay. In all of your locations, I know you have like a Chicago location. Do you only do weddings that are in like that city? Or if a bride is like in, for example, in Michigan and Grand Rapids, can she come to Flowers for Dreams in Detroit? Yeah. So she, you know, we do cities like really far out. I mean, I think we go as far as like Ann Arbor. We've definitely been an hour or so out before. Yeah. Um, We just kind of, Take it depending, um, but we've been to many that are an hour out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, about three hours out, it might be kind of a rough bumpy Maybe ride. Maybe a push. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we do our best to service everyone that comes through for sure. Yeah. yeah. We have like a pretty large area, so. And you do all events, correct? Like not just yes. weddings, like you're Definitely. doing, yeah. do you do funerals? We don't, I actually used to specialize in funerals and it was like my favorite thing. Um, But we don't do funerals here, Um, but I got to create this custom installation for Common Citizen, a dispensary. And they were having like this really cool gallery art show. So I did this like um, hemp chandelier. So I built out like three massive, like tiered, it was like five feet at the top. And then like using like 
airline cable. I like put them all together That's and I used really like all these cool. It was massive. Um, and we kept it like low to the ground so that it was interactive and like yeah. we were dancing inside it when we went back like that night. It was so cool. That is um, so, so we get cool. to do weird things. Like we just built out at a racetrack, this car. Um, and it's like florals coming out of the whole trunk and inside the seats. It was like a, yeah. I think I saw that. on. Instagram. Yeah. It was up on our Instagram. Okay. I was like, I feel like I've seen that. Okay. No, it was really amazing. And like, that's why I really wanted to have you on this podcast because you're not a traditional like wedding floral company, in my opinion. Like number one, I love that you give back and like you don't, it's not only that you give back, but you give back in like, like really um, in the big ways. I feel like, like you're not, you know, like donating like, you know, like a dollar, like you're donating like a good amount of money, these charities. And I think that that's so incredible. Um, but you also do like really cool designs and like every time I've seen a wedding on your Instagram or something like it always, I'm like that I know exactly before I even see your handle. I'm like, I know whose that is, you know, because it's so beautiful and so unique, but also like can be traditional in a way. Like it's really, really incredible. And I just have to applaud everybody there. Yeah. Our design team is like, just out of this world. I feel like I have floral design experience, but I will come to them with something and be like, this is kind of what I'm thinking. And I'll give them like three buzzwords. And I'm like, this is better than I I could have ever made. Like, this is incredible. That's what I mean. It's amazing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Something I've been seeing a lot on social media and TikTok, stuff like that, is people cutting florals from their wedding. Like from their wedding completely? Correct. Oh, don't say that. I know. Well, people are saying like no to florals, but I'm obviously like a big flower girl myself. What is your argument towards getting flowers done by a professional? Like people are trying to like do it on their own and like, or just not having them at all. Right. I would say um, first... It's an art form. Um, so you have people behind it that are crafting something specifically for you. Um, and that translates, you know, in a different way than you might be able to translate. It. And I think that's super important. I also, um, one of my coworkers here has a really beautiful way of saying it. I don't know if I'm going to be as eloquent, but she says flowers are a luxury like wine or chocolate. Um, you know, it's not something you're going to be able to keep forever, but it will enhance the moment. So 100%. I think that's like the best way I've had it put. Um, I think there, you know, flowers are for momentous occasions in your life. And I mm-hmm. think they are a beautiful elevating element that, um, 
it, you know, it'd be sad if they were there. I personally no, I'm love like being trying, around them, so. I know. I'm like trying to imagine a wedding without flowers. Like no shade right. to any brides listening that aren't having them, but I just would like to talk. Well, I could even argue as well, like from the sales perspective, I completely understand like flowers are a luxury and they are expensive. Yeah. And as people will notice, the prices are going to continue to skyrocket as we face these shipping issues and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And climate change is making it more difficult to like grow flowers. Um, yeah. But my whole thing is if you do want flowers at your wedding, but you don't have this budget to put flowers on every single table, put them where people mm-hmm. are going to be spending the most time and people are going to be seeing them. They'll be the most seen in photos. Put them around your head mm-hmm. table. Use them as your backdrop. Um, if you don't want to put them on every table and you just want to do like greens and candles, fine. But the pictures are going to be of you and your partner. So put those flowers where they're going to be in the most pictures, where everyone's totally. looking the whole night. So there's yeah, definitely that's a really good point. Flowers without falling out on this crazy budget and putting them on thirty tables. With mm-hmm. giant Merlot stands, you know, there's there's ways to incorporate flowers without breaking the bank. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea that I, you know, not shocker, but I didn't think about that. Um, <laughs> what do you think are probably like the top three tips for for someone planning a wedding, like when they're doing florals, like if they're doing like a DIY situation, like what are three tips do you have for them? I am in the middle of all of it right now. Oh, yeah. Um, you're getting married. I, I can give tips like from a budget perspective because I am doing a lot of DIY. Love um, it. One thing is don't sweat the small stuff. Genuinely, there are a million. I'm two weeks out from my wedding right now and there are all these crazy details. My mom is coming at me with the weirdest off the wall questions that <laughs> when it comes down to it that day, I've been I've set up a million weddings. I've been to a million weddings. I don't notice these things that she's asking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one's going to notice if we are missing one candle on the charcuterie board. You know, it's... No. I focus so much more on creating the overall experience rather than these super kind of mundane details. Yeah. So that's like you're more thing. focused on like the vibe than mm-hmm. like little little things like that because that's true like you don't leave a wedding and think like oh my god did you see that they didn't have candles on their table like i leave and i'm like was the bartender like serving me appropriately (laughs) (laughs) was the music good right Right. did i have fun did i have fun Mm -hmm. um my other tip is kind of like i was saying before spend your money where people are going to experience it on Mm -hmm. your music, on your food, you know, on the overall experience rather than those minute details. Um, if you're on a tight budget with flowers, um, I always recommend making, like, if you have to cut something, sometimes I recommend cutting like a boutonniere corsage because Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, you would rather spend the money on like a really big statement piece. Um, and then finally, It's the advice that I gave all my brides. And actually my cousin just said it to me last night. And I was like, oh my God, no one has said that to me yet. And I tell it to everyone. (laughs) And yes, stop, take a breath and just soak it all in and just try not to get too wrapped up in it. 
because it is so easy and I am a victim of it currently, just spiraling out of control, um, becoming really anxious and overwhelmed by everything that has to be done, all of the vendors that need to be paid out. Um, Just make sure that, especially if you're doing a really DIY wedding, that you do take time, even if it's an hour to like go on a date with your fiance, take Mm -hmm. a walk, walk your dog, you know, just take time to relax and breathe because it can become a really stressful situation. Very, It can really like overtake you. Now, what is something couples should avoid during like this kind of like picking flower floral process? Like what's a mistake couples make? I think, Couples make mistakes just going with the first option. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like a big um, stan of like truck options, you know, get your options. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to go to different people. Um, but with that being said, I would also say, tell the person that you've met with, it was great to meet with you. We're going in a different direction. Thank you so much for your work. And, you know, I think that is like number one, when you're trying to choose, um, and I, you know, I don't blame you if you aren't gelling with me when we're having a consultation. Like mm-hmm. if you feel weird about the person that you're trying to um, work with, you know, this is a big day for you. You're spending a lot of money. Um, yeah. You're trusting this person, you know, to make your vision. So definitely like, don't feel weird about like, mm, I'm walking away, you know, yeah. that's okay. Don't feel locked in. Yeah. You're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. Right, exactly. Like it's, you know, it's business. Um, not personal. And like you said, it's the biggest day of your life or one of the biggest days. And like, if you don't feel that like connection with the person, right? what are you doing? You need to feel that because you're going to be in contact with this person like for a year, potentially. (laughs) Like you need to have a a connection Mm -hmm. with them. Like there needs to be a rapport. So I totally agree with that. I'm really curious. Like what is your most crazy, wild, like floral story? Crazy wild, you know. Story. We did a bus build out actually. I don't know if what you're familiar mean? with our like truck or our yes, I'm very familiar with the around. truck. Yeah, so we had the bus here in Detroit and we were driving that around. And then Flower Day happened in Eastern Market, mm-hmm. which is where we're located, by the way. Shout out, we're in Eastern Market <laughs> right off Gratiot. Um, but so we parked like our giant Flower Springs bus, which we had driven around the Midwest, by the way, for like our shipping thing. That was a whole adventure. Oh my God. Um, but we parked it outside in front and me and my coworker, Lily, built out like giant installation around like the side door that opened up. So I think building on like structures you wouldn't normally build on is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite, things. favorite things, you know? Yeah. yeah. I just like weirdo, you know, crafting around it and like making it integrate with that. the item is cool. Yeah. We're actually yeah, that's also- really cool planning an event right now for Carhartt and um, we just ordered like got a hundred cinder blocks or something like that and they were like being delivered from Menards on a forklift and we're like yeah bring them in the studio so that's gonna be really cool we're like building a cinder block wall and like flowering that and I'm like gonna go paint a bunch of logos on them after this (laughs) that's so cool yeah it's like literally you guys are artists Truly, like floral artists. Yeah, I've incorporated, you know, like food, chili peppers, artichokes into pieces. Um, One bride really loved bones and antlers. So I've, you know. (laughs) You made that work? I made it work, you know. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's endless possibilities, truly. Like you can do so many cool things just even outside. I absolutely, don't get me wrong. 
I love classic looks. I love really clean, clear glass, mm-hmm. whites and greens. I think it's beautiful and it definitely has its place. But like, if you're willing to like be weird or you're a weird person yourself, like mm-hmm. go for it. Absolutely. Like we're about. It's a way to show it. like some personality. Yeah, totally. Totally. Absolutely. You donate 25% of your flower profits, as I have said, which is incredible. Why is that important for you to do? Like, why was that such a like important thing for the founder to like start doing? I would say, so we use flowers to advance causes of justice Mm -hmm. um, and charity in our community. So number one thing has always been giving back to the community we're in, which I think is really important. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think about, I grew up in like a mom and pop flower shop. So we were very involved with our community. Um, There's lots of outreach, lots of people would bring in. um, And so I think, Coming to Flowers to Dreams, it was such a huge deal to me to be a part of something that's bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, 25% of our net profits is no joke. You know, that's a significant that's a, amount. That's a chunk. Yeah, it's a chunk. We just, mm-hmm. um, we started our foundation in um, 2021. And so that allows us to give more, actually. So now we're able to make an even bigger impact than we were making before. Um, I think that's totally incredible. We're also it's like- amazing. We're B Corp, actually. We're like the first florist to become B Corp Corporation. Um, so we're also in the five- top 5% of like community impact, which that's great. Incredible. It's so like so cool. amazing. Yeah. No. And I love that. I mean, I know we said it kind of at the top of the show, but I just love that you're giving back locally. Like, you know, where the money is going, you know, like you can see the impact that it has in the community. And I think that that's like so incredible. Yeah. I think yeah. our staff amazing. is really into it too. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you all are like very passionate about yeah. this. And I think that I that's mean, great. It's a huge selling point. Like, that's why I was interested mm-hmm. in working here. You know, it's like, totally. I was running my own business before this. And I was like, you know what? This is a really cool company that I want to work for. Like, I want to be a part of this. And that seems to be the story among most of our staff is that there is more than just a job. It's more than a career. Mm-hmm. Even. It's just, we are making an impact in the community and because each location focuses on the local community, I think that means that Flowers for Dreams can continue to grow into other communities um, Absolutely. by becoming a concrete part of that community without technically being a mom and pop size shop. Right. Exactly. I love that. Where we can give back more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to play a little game. Okay. So I asked on Instagram, what are people's like unpopular opinions, floral edition? Like, cause I'm really curious. So I'm I want to know what, yeah, I'm, I want to know your thoughts. I want to know. Um, people, this was like, you net, like so many people oh. wrote in and said this. They are sick of the white and the green. They are oh. sick of it. Okay. And I thought that that was very interesting. Cause I'm like, it's very classic to me. Mm-hmm. I understand like, you know, people are, you're seeing it all over, but people are like, we're done with the eucalyptus. Oh, thank God. We're done. <laughs> oh, people are over it. I'm over it too. Let me tell okay, you. Okay, absolutely. I'm Here we so, go. Hot take. Stop. Yes. Yeah, stop using silver dollar eucalyptus. It's horrible to clean up. It's all you see in your arrangements. Please stop mm-hmm. using it. <laughs> I love do, it. Drag okay. them. I totally get it. Like, I totally get it if you use it. I totally get mm-hmm. it. But if it's like your you vibe, know, like, go for it. It's also so funny that that was like a unanimous thing because that oh. we still do mostly white and green things. 
That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. I looked at these responses and it was like white and green, white and green, white yeah. and green. Get that out of here. I think I it's like, like okay. timeless, you know? So it's like when mm-hmm. you look back at your photos, you're not going to be like, why did I choose yellow and purple? It's going to be like, you know, wedding flowers. Um, right. I think people, you can't go wrong with it, you know? But Yeah. People are like, <laughs> I think, afraid of like being chuggy. Mm-hmm. So, um, which like whatever, like be right. a chug. I'm a chug. Right. I fully lean yeah. into it at this yeah. point. Um, <laughs> it is who I am. Like I can't help it. Um, okay, this was one that I wrote in, and you can drag me. This is this is like my um unpopular opinion, but because I think I'm really okay, so I'm really sensitive to smell, and I hate sitting at a dinner table and like smelling the flowers while I'm eating. It like makes me sick. Okay. So I'm talking like lilies are really, Gross. really fragrant. I don't use lilies. Yeah. Lilies are not for me. Just solely, they're beautiful, but like I can't smell them while I'm eating my chicken. Like You're it, definitely not alone on that actually. Okay. Thank yeah. you because yeah. I've brought this up before to like my friends and like saying it's really weird. I'm like, no, no I, I feel like it's not weird. <laughs> You wouldn't believe how many brides come to me and they're like, no fragrant flowers. We don't want it. We don't like it. You know? And you can even lie, you know, if you feel weird asking your florist that just say there's like allergy issues or something. Or like your grandma can't take it. Or, you know, whatever you gotta say and they'll Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll cut it, you know. I mm-hmm. I've done that a million times, so I got it. I totally got it. Now this one was a shock. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna say the person who put this one in the. This one was a shock to me. Okay. No bouquet. Whoa. Shock. A shock. What are you because gonna do with your me, hands? That's what I was thinking. What are you I was like, do? what would I do with my hands? I don't know what to do with my hands, like on a day to day basis. Like, let alone when these cameras are on me. I know, like when I walk down, like I don't know. So I found that really interesting. I get the idea of like you want to show off the dress, but like I don't know. Walking down the aisle with no bouquet is like no, it's very that's weird horrifying to me. to me. Horrifying. Up standing Listen, in a photo. Do you? No, 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 no. I no, do no. know that there are some people who just like aren't flower people, and like totally, that's okay. But actually, we just did something kind of unique the other day with like if you don't want to do flowers, we do dried stuff. You could do, I mean, you could, some people hold things. That's really I've had people walk down. You know how there was like a tradition way back where you'd hold like a Bible when you would go down? One of my, like a friend of a friend did one with a dictionary. Yeah, it's like a thing. Okay. Because um, their family was like extremely ap- academic. And they actually, instead of like a family Bible, they had a family dictionary that you'd write your name Stop. in. I'm serious. I literally have the dictionary because I thought it was so funny. And um, that's so they, funny. It was just a really cool thing. So, like, she had like a little mini, like, leather bound Webster's dictionary. Interesting. <laughs> With like a little, like, dried bouquet on top. And I just thought it was kind of cool. And this, hmm. yeah, this brings us back to the whole, like, full circle. You can do whatever you want. Like, don't be yeah. afraid to stray from what other people are doing. Who cares? It's your day. If you want to carry a dictionary down the aisle. If you want to carry a dictionary. Yeah. Like, if you want to carry a Chipotle burrito with flowers coming out of it. Absolutely. Like, I, who am I to judge? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, my last thing is we're going to do a listener submission. So, they write these in on our Geneva group chat um, called Am I the Bridezilla? So, I'm going to read it to you and we're going to discuss. Okay. 
Finally, I found a florist that I love and all her designs are amazing. She was also so amazing to talk to, but she hasn't been very responsive throughout the process. It's been about a month and I was able, I was only able to call her one time to get my initial quote. Since then, I've been trying to track her down to finalize our quote, ask my last questions and hire her, but I haven't been able to get in touch with her as much. I know it initially took her a while to get back to me because she had some florists out sick and she mentioned it's high season for emails, so she's been swamped. Most other florists that I've talked to have been very busy, but she's been the busiest. Is this a red flag or something that I should watch out for? This vendor is recommended by a few other vendors that I've hired so far. My wedding date is May 26th, 2023. So I'm not sure if it's because she doesn't need to rush the process. I am just trying to keep my flower budget closer to her minimum. I have another florist who is super responsive, but the first one in my vision for my wedding matched perfectly. What should I do? What should she do? I'm a big communicator, so that would drive me nuts. Yeah, see, and that's the thing is like I have brides who like won't even respond to my emails and then hit me up like a week before and they're like, all right, all good. Thumbs up. Um, I think that's on the florist to kind of judge. Um, I have mm-hmm. a lot of florists that I know that will put like a little away message during peak season and just be like, listen, I'm going to be slow to respond. I'm going to do my best. It depends too, like how far out her wedding is. So I could understand her being like really antsy, you know, like this woman's not even like acknowledging yeah. for a quote uh, too it's like don't yeah it's like why are you getting back yeah it's like a first date you know mm-hmm. <laughs> where you're like meeting with someone and then a couple days later like you should probably hear from them it's like that you yeah know? i mean if you don't right if you don't, I don't think you're getting the second date. thumbs down yeah yeah. Exactly. yeah i'm just a really big communicator so even if she would tell me like you know, I'm really busy, like this, you know, things are really crazy. Like that's all I would need to hear to like put my mind at ease. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would like really, really frustrate me. Um, yeah, but I mean, her wedding is in May, but Mm -hmm. we're dead in January. So I will get back to you in January with everything. And like, you know, I, I completely understand. We just got done with a insane wedding season and now we're going into event season and that's really starting to pick up. So yeah. January is one of our slowest times. And that seems to be when we're getting, you know, reach doing more reach out, you know what I mean? And inquiring and answering more questions. Mm-hmm. So I would say on the florist end, absolutely communicate that you're slammed, but give them a time frame of when they will get back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't think she's being a bridezilla though. I would expect to be. I don't think so back either. This is like very understandable. Direction. Yeah. I think it's a red flag. I think it's a red flag. I mean, I've been in my busiest season working 14 hour shifts and I still will be like the next day, I'm so sorry for the delay. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's just decent to do that, you know? Yeah. But like, like dealing with brides, I think you have to be really like empathetic and like sensitive with like, tr- you know, not like treat them with kid gloves. Like they're not kids, obviously, <laughs> but like they're so stressed and like they like just want things to be planned and be done and like get things over with. So like having this like hang over her head, I I think it's a red flag. Um, and I would ask the other vendors if they've had this experience with her or heard of this problem, or I would just ask them if they have another recommendation. That would be like my yeah advice. I would even say she should have like a second way to contact her. So um, even if she has like her phone number, call her and leave her a message. And then if she doesn't get back to you, like, you know, yeah, we're next, done. You know? Yeah. Thank you. We're next. done here. Yeah, no. yeah. And I, I understand that though. Like if she feels like, Oh my God, like the vision would be perfect. It would be this. It's like, 
But if you are so like, if you're like an anxious person like me, even if that person could execute that vision, like just the anxiety of this person not responding or communicating right. with me, I would be like freaking out. Well, it's I mean, not it's worth like, it. To are me. they going to even show up for your on the day? No, that's like, what I mean. What's going on? Yeah, I would hate that. That would really give me anxiety. So now you're not being the bridezilla, and yeah, it's a red flag. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I hope to see you around Detroit. We should get drinks or something. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This was amazing. Tell everybody where they can find you, email you, et cetera. Yeah. So we are located on Gratiot in Eastern Market, right on the corner. We got a big Flowers for Dream sign right over What a the great door. location, by the way. Oh, it's an awesome location. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, and you can, for wedding inquiries, you can reach out to Betty and you can also do our inquiry form um, at flowersfordreams.com. Um, and then if you want to do events, if you're going in that direction, then you can still do an inquiry form online and it'll come to me. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Definitely um, follow us at Flowers for Dreams Detroit on Instagram. Um, check out our website, flowersfordreams.com. Um, and then my Instagram, Betty in the Thorn. Um, you can find some of my cool stuff on there, like that um, hemp chandelier I was talking about. Um, and definitely that is email so cool. me. Yeah, Betty at flowersfordreams.com. I'll, I'll reply right away. Yeah. Yeah. You'll reply, <laughs> Betty. Yeah, I'll be you'll there. reply. I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no red flags here. Right. All exactly. green flags. All green. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and till death do us part. Bye. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Samantha Bush, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Rebecca Sousmacat. Social media by Samantha Bush. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Batches.